Hello. Welcome to War Room with the Walkers. This is Don Walker. This is the first podcast installment, but it will also be available on YouTube and all major platforms. I have to continue this now, even though I wanted to wait until things got a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and more straight, but something happened last night that rocked me and I have to share this. I cannot wait. Those that know me and have followed us on Facebook, me and my wife, Kedra Walker, know that I've had many, many prophetic dreams. I do not claim to be a prophet because I believe prophets not only see things, but can interpret those things and use them to edify the church. But I have, I am a seer. I do see things that have come to pass. For instance, not to go into it deeply, but I saw my grandmother Lib pass away and she died about a day and a half later. Then the next, that week I had a dream. My father passed away and I told him. And because he knew about my grandmother and the dream that I had, he began to talk to my grandfather. He got saved that next week and then he died. My father died six weeks later. I had a dream about the Oklahoma City bombing before it occurred. I had a dream about the Pentagon and the and the um, incident that happened with the Pentagon in 9-11. And, I, and then in real life, I was on a Greyhound bus leaving the D.C. area and saw the Pentagon on fire on the right-hand side of I-395 that same morning. So whenever I have a dream within a dream, it's hard to explain, but it's a dream that starts off and then it transfers to a dream within a dream. The second part of that dream is either prophetic or it's symbolism for people or for the body of Christ or people who are not in the body of Christ that are getting ready to come in. So with that being said, I was rocked last night. To go back 2006, I had a dream where Jesus came and visited me. And for 14 years, I have been pleading with God, begging to be able to see him again because I didn't see his face. But last night, last night I saw him. See, in this dream, I was with my brother at nighttime and the dream transferred over into another dream where my brother was with me. And it it instantly turned day. It instantly turned into daylight and my brother and I we were walking on this platform. It was like a bridge, sort of like the Brooklyn Bridge where people can run and exercise. But this type of bridge was a tall platform and it had a basketball court all the way to the far right side, on the far left side. But then there was dozens of people, but most of the people there were homeless. They were abused. They were poor. They were going through suffering. And I could tell because in these type of dreams, I could look at somebody and just, I don't know. I could just instantly tell kind of what they're going through. And I looked at my brother and I looked at a, a couple of other people and they were um, they were drinking, they were smoking. And, and I'm not here to 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 I'm not here to condemn or to judge anybody because I used to drink and smoke more than most of you watching this. But in this dream, the reason that they were drinking and smoking was to dilute or to get rid of the pain that they were going through. I saw on the inside, I could look on in their chest and I could see pain that had been there since they were children. And now that they were grown, they were drinking and they were smoking, even though they were being social with it. But the purpose that they were doing this was because they were trying to numb the pain that they had been going through. And I was 
confronting these people like, hey, why don't you come to church with me? Or why don't you start reading your Bible? And I was trying to do certain things, trying to point them to a way to get to God instead of pointing them directly to God. And then instantly um, there was a guy next to me, another guy who came up whose name is Gary. And Gary, as I was talking to them, he was trying to get them to say, the name Jesus. Hey, just say Jesus. And then he walked off the bridge or off the platform and left. And I stayed. And when I stayed, something took over me. It was like the spirit of God, like completely took over my mind and my thoughts and just had them say, look, just cry out Jesus. Just call the name of Jesus. And they begin to cry out, Jesus, 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 they begin to cry out over and over. And as they did that, they dropped what they were smoking. They dropped what they were drinking and their hands were in the sky and they were crying. Tears were coming down their eyes. And this was dozens of people crying out to Jesus with their hands in the air. And in a distance on this platform, I could see sitting on a bench with a very nice white robe was Jesus and I could see him from a distance so I could barely see his face. And he looked sad. He, he he didn't look like he was full of joy. He looked like he had like his hoodie on the backside and his hair was kind of fluffy and coming down. He looked Middle Eastern. He had a beard. And at that moment, I knew it was Jesus. I knew it was him. And I was on my way to get ready to, to go to him. And I got translated. And when I took my first step, I disappeared and I was about a mile or so away looking out the window and I could see the bridge in the distance. And Gary was there in the room with me and a man named Pastor Johnny was there too. And Gary was telling Pastor Johnny, look what's happening. And Pastor Johnny was doing other things. He was busy. So he wasn't able to pay attention. And then all of a sudden the bridge collapsed. I saw out of the window where all those people were, the bridge totally collapsed. And the news was on and on the news, I don't know how they got the feed instantly, but it said 67 people perish on this bridge. 67 people perish. And Gary said, those are the people we were just talking to. And I said, Gary, all those people were crying out to Jesus with tears in their eyes. The Bible says that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And sometimes salvation does not happen the way that religious ceremony says it should happen. This is what Jesus said in Revelation 22, verse 15 through 16. Actually, verse 12 through 15. Revelation 22, verse 12 through 15. It says, and behold, I am come coming quickly. And my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. But outside are the dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whosoever, whoever loves and practices a lie. Jesus is warning right there that he is coming, that he is on the way. He also said in Revelation 22, 20, Jesus said his final words in the Bible. It says 
He who testifies of these things, Jesus, says this, surely I am coming quickly. If you don't know, newsflash, this world is going to be destroyed in the future. And Jesus is coming to save those who are his children, save those who repent. What I got from this dream was I was pointing them to religion and pointing people to different ways to get to God. But it was time for the body of Christ. It was time to people for people to point people to Jesus. To point people directly to the Lord God Almighty himself. Jesus said in John 4, 35, it says, do not say it's well, he says, you say there are four months and then comes a harvest. But I say, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are already white with harvest, meaning it is time now. It is not time to just create plans for 10 years from now, what it's going to be when you're done with college to win souls. No, even though it seems like it's not the season, the field is ripe with harvest now. It is time to win souls now because we don't know the next time that people will have an opportunity to call on the name of Jesus. So I just wanted to share that with you. This is something I've been asking God for 14 years to reveal himself to me. And he did it in this way. And he did it with the exclamation point to show that destruction is coming. And those that call upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Now, thank you for joining us in war room. Remember, Jesus is alive and Jesus saves with fresh wind fresh fire and fresh living water. God bless you.